prepare yourself to be blown away by the seismic sounds and scrutiny of... After Shots Podcast with Chris Aiken and Matt Hartnett. All right, here we go. Aftershocks number 19. And joining us on this episode, we've got a leader in the current world of traditional heavy metal with his Fresno, California-based band Haunts. And some of you also might recognize him from his doom metal outfit, Beastmaker. Guitarist and vocalist, Mr. Trevor William Church. Uh, Trevor, thanks for coming on, man. You know, you're um, you're, a, you're a guy here who releases a lot of music and you tour extensively. So I know this has got to be a... Uh, extremely tough uh time during this pandemic but i'm sure it also allows you to cre- you know time to create more music so what have you uh, what have you been doing to keep yourself busy throughout this whole ordeal well i just recorded an entire record it's out <laughs> it'll be it'll be um out and actually like it was going to come out july 3rd but i changed my mind because i'm done with it and i'm just okay. like what am i going to do with this thing other than sit on it for an extra month uh, so it's going to come out on the 15th on a monday the worst day ever to release music <laughs> uh, in industry standard you would never release an album on monday monday it's tuesday usually right yeah uh, i'm not sure what day i think so but i'm just like so fucking anti-industry standard that mm-hmm. whatever they're doing i'm going to do the opposite because i'm doing really well yeah well that's you myself. know i mean that's, sure. that's what's crazy to me is that like i'm doing better alone not saying not saying that like Shadow Kingdom has been bad, but things in the past have been really bad. My okay. dealings with Shadow Kingdom were much different. Um, mm. But I'm doing better now than I ever have. Okay. I don't have right. to work. I don't have to work anymore. I can just sit in my studio, record music alone, and do, which is basically what I wanted to do from the beginning, anyways. Just kind of work at my own pace instead mm. of having to worry about other things. And I've let those things cloud my my you know my productivity and things because of ways that things are generally done uh don't want to do that anymore so i've Mm -hmm. i've I've skewed the whole thing and been like no more no more no more Mm -hmm. and um so i've been really busy i'm working on right now i'm actually working on um since the album's done flashback my newest record Mm -hmm. um I just regained the licensing to two of my EPs, Luminous Eyes and Mosaic Vision. So um, I'm using this new knowledge that I've acquired over the years of being a DIY recording engineer guy. And um, I have to have new, um, you know, plates made for the vinyl to get pressed. So I'm remixing and remastering those right now um, to, to, you know, get them up to what Flashback is sounding like. Because Flashback is really the first this is the first album I've done where I've done pretty much everything by myself. I did the drumming. I did, uh, I mean, I always have written everything. I write the drums. Like I'm kind of like a dictator in here. It's not very pleasant because like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to sit here with my, my head over your, I'm like the worst boss head over the shoulders the entire time. I'm like, no, that's not what I want. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very, I'm very particular because I want to get it done. I don't want, mm. I'm not, I'm not into a lot of flash. I like things very simplistic when it comes to everything. So mm-hmm. it's 
somebody comes in and throwing a bunch of frill in it. And I'm just like, why? Mm. Um, I've had my dad kind of helping me with haunt since I started haunt because Beastmaker I had a lot of, it was really hard to get that band going. Uh, mm. we, we had a lot of things happen to us where it was just seemed like we were never going to get ahead. Like mm-hmm. it just every time something good would happen, five bad things would happen in its place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just was, you know, my dad wasn't really that interested in Beastmaker. My dad is, you know, he's worked with people like Don Landy, Ted sure. Templeman, mm-hmm. you know, all these fucking amazing dudes. So I'm like, you know, help me out. What do I got to do? So mm-hmm. one thing he like, I was showing him a lot of bands, you know, that, you know, he's like, who are you got, who are you up against? You know, and, showing him a, you know, a lot of bands. He's like, why is there drum fills everywhere? What's all this shit? What's all this flash? Get rid of that. That's not mm-hmm. necessary. It's not mm-hmm. necessary in productions. And, you know, we're talking a guy that spent, you know, 15 years touring bands like Boston journey who didn't really have, there's not a ton of flash in the drumming. If you go and listen to them, it's pretty simplistic. Maybe not the early, early journey stuff, but the mm-hmm. stuff with Steve Perry, it's pretty, you know, straightforward. For, for- and, mm-hmm. and I kind of like that a little bit more, to be honest with you, because to me, the more you put in it, the more it takes away from everybody else, mm-hmm. it takes away from the other instruments. And I think once you guys hear flashback and you see how I put it together, like on this one alone and just in my own realm, I, I, I feel like it's like a really strong record. My production's way better because I I did everything here and I had time. I had mm-hmm. time to get it how I wanted it, not teaching somebody as I'm going along, which has kind of been my past mistakes that have really caused me a lot of strife. So I think during this pandemic has really opened my eyes to what I'm really capable of. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't think before that I was really a great drummer, but I, I, I've basically lost track of years and I'm like, I've been drumming for eight years now. Like I have two drum sets in here. I've been, I mean, I've been writing, I've been songwriting, writing all the drums for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time, you know, mm-hmm. like my solo project is like, which I wanted Haunt to be uh, uh, originally. I didn't really want to like have this whole thing where there's like a lot of emotional things that happen within band units, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, Bands are very emotional. It's like having fucking three or four other girlfriends, you know, or wives, whichever. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say wives because wives is it, that's a whole other realm. Well, you can, yeah, you because, can break up easily with band members and girlfriends, but wives, yes, it's yes. A just, wives, yeah. you're divorced. You're divorced, <laughs> yeah. and your life's in ruin for a year or yeah. two. Uh, breaking up with your girlfriend, maybe three months of heartache, and then you're mm. and then you've moved on. You know, right. but. Um, I, and it's not that with the guys, it's just more or less, it's just, I'm getting older really fast. I'm a dad. I don't really like having rehearsals. I don't, I'm not really into jamming anymore. Those days are way gone. Long, long, long gone. I mean, I did plenty of it over the years and it didn't do me any good. And here I am, you know, I've been writing and doing everything for so long. Now I'm just like, why am I even trying? Like, the the last few records um i just did all of the guitar and just had john come in solo and i feel like the solos got better like the everything got better because we weren't wasting our time having him just play what i already wrote it just didn't make any sense to me anymore i was like this is stupid come in work on your solo and let's get done with this 
Mm-hmm. We're not even going to play all these songs. You know what I mean? It's like, sure. it's not necessary to learn them because I'm going to have, by the time we start touring again and things start happening again, I'm going to have like three more albums out. Wow. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, you man, know? I mean, I mean, with Flashback, this is going to be now your second LP in six months, which is, it's just crazy. You definitely have a um, very unconventional way of releasing your music. Um so what's I mean, what's the method to that you know madness of, of you releasing so much? I well, mean, with both bands, you know, it, 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 Mind Freeze. I mean, Mind Freeze was done <clears throat> this time last year. They made me wait. They wanted <clears throat> to wait to put it out because it was going to coincide with us having uh, the decibel cover and things. So those things were already put in place as okay. I was done with it, and there was already talks of it. And I was just like, all right, well, whatever. If this if this is going to land me on a cover. Uh, I'll wait. I wanted to put it out immediately. I was like, I already had started writing. I mean, like I said, I had two albums and this, this time my, my vision, I guess it's a really what, you know, to answer your question. Well, my vision has for many years, many years is to be kind of hot off the press. That's why we started me, me and Andy, the drummer Beastmaker. That's why we started doing recordings. He has his own studio too, and does all kinds of stuff. And we've been just feeding off each other's energy for five years. Mm-hmm. And um, we're starting to get good. You know, sometimes uh, it takes a while to to learn from your bullshit. And people are like, you should go to work. You know, I've had plenty of offers to go into, like, big studios. And I could just do it anyway. But to mm-hmm. me, I'm like, well, in order for me to really do that, I need a way bigger budget than what any label is. Because I'm not going to record a record in Fresno. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to record here, I'm just going to do it myself. Because there's nobody here worth the fucking shit dude to be honest with you not yeah. to like shit on any anybody but like no no name anybody's and i'll be in their studio for three months because mm-hmm. i write everything while i record it i'm not exactly like been sitting on a stockpile of of riffs okay. or anything i am recording them as i'm going along and mm-hmm. um it's way different it's just a different thing man i, I think i think i'm more of a dude that would be uh like Elliot Smith in the kind of indie acoustic guitar genre, except I'm not, I don't do drugs and other than weed, I don't consider it really a drug, but uh, <laughs> don't drink. So I'm just super productive. I mean, I'm not out on the weekends partying. I have, I'm a dad. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have a studio in my backyard. This is the party to me. Nice. So I'm able to really crank out a lot of shit. And since I don't, since I play everything too, um, I don't have to really sit around and I'm at a, I'm at a point in my life where I'm way more comfortable, uh, leading the way and leading the path of what I want to do. And, um, if it's releasing, I mean, some people say, well, you put out too much, but to me, I'm like, well, one day it's going to end. It's already ended for another band that I was mm-hmm. in Beastmaker. Haunt will end eventually as well. Mm-hmm. You know? That's just, you, that's just the nature of things. I'll, I'll try to keep it going as long as I can. But as an artist, like there's going to be a point in time where things will change. It's not right now. But then when I do, when that day does happen and people are like, oh, I wish you would do this. I'm like, you got fucking 12 albums to listen to. Mm-hmm. Go and absorb it all. You know sure. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absorb you- it. Like. There's there's no point in like looking back at that and going, what's wrong with that? I have other projects I'm involved in, hysteria as well, and we're working on new stuff as well. So 
it's it just doesn't end there. And I'm not even the ring. I'm not even the main dude in that. I'm playing bass. I'm playing the get no chicks instrument in that band. <laughs> you know, I'm not, not afraid. I'm not. A, I'm not afraid to be in the back seat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to me, a musical project that sounds good to my ears and is fun is what I want to be doing. Sorry. Do you do you worry at all that by giving so much music so fast that you don't that that you make it harder to build a fan base though because you don't make them ever want something new? It's always there. Oh, uh, they're 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 fucking buying this stuff up like crazy. This new record is my best selling record so far, and it's uh, not even out. Mm. So yeah, it, I wouldn't really I wouldn't really agree with that. And we also live in a way different time. Everybody mm-hmm. now, they want instant information, instant fun, instant everything. Sure. If I could put out an album every month, people would be into it. Mm-hmm. At least at least the people that are following me is like, fuck, yeah. Because new is always better than old, man. Right. That, shit gets, that shit gets fucking old, you know what I mean? Like I, I like to, even though there's albums I love just listening to over and over again, if my favorite band, God damn it, somebody's calling me. Let me decline this. Um, if my favorite band was dropping records, like a couple records a year, I wouldn't be crying about it. Sure. I don't think I, don't think I could do more than two. The only reason this year it's going to be an odd one, like three albums, is because I waited on Mind Freeze. Okay. okay. Right. So you- that's, that's kind of a... That's kind of a, a thing, and it's like bands in the '70s put out two albums a year. All oh time. yeah, totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it so I couldn't out. really, I can't really do much more than that because once the touring starts and my life regains its momentum, um, that's going to be basically where I'm at. And at this point, I don't even have any new songs. So uh, I'm once this next record's done, I'm at fucking ground zero for the first time in my musical career to be honest with you. Before, before this, I'm always playing catch-up with how many songs I have. This will be the first time where I'm like, well, I don't have any songs. Sure. Do, do you, do you so. think that for Haunt, specifically for Haunt, do you think that the success of a band like Night Demon right now opens the door for you? Not, I'm not comparing you to it other than there are some similarities in sound. Do you think that opens the yeah, door yeah. for expanding, expanding the listenership of Haunt? Um, I think who, whatever bands are doing um, that are making things happen right now, which there's a lot of them, um, I think any door opened is going to be uh, helpful, I, I, I suppose. Um, even though in the beginning it, was the, the, it wasn't even a band like Night Demon that helped put us on the fucking map. It was actually a thrash metal band, Municipal Waste. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, I would say that any band that is kind of in heavy metal that takes us under their wing is opening the door, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, now night demon, uh, I'm really good friends with, with Jarvis and uh, we talk a lot. He's a good friend. Um, they do great things and super helpful. So I definitely like how hard he works. We're very like-minded in that sense of like, uh, what, you know, just what we're doing. We just want to create our own, we don't want to be a part of somebody else. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be part of a record label. I want mm-hmm. my own label. I want to mm-hmm. do all my own stuff. I want to own my music. That way I could sit here and fucking ha- do an interview and work on music and be a dad and do all the stuff that I do because 
when I have to go with the label, then I have to go back to having a job. Right. Because mm-hmm. there's just not, I mean, we're not in the era of where you're not, they're not making 150,000 physical units for just the starter band anymore. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you're not even, you're not even in the same league anymore. So I've learned to navigate through this. And I just think that with, it's, it's weird to me because again, um, we we're talking about this, the new wave of traditional heavy metal thing. Mm-hmm. And when I started haunt, I never even heard of it. Mm-hmm. Now you guys I didn't are even like... know what that was. I, <laughs> yeah. And I've said this many times. I had already done Luminous Eyes. I had no fucking clue what I, I mean. I'm not big on like I'm not a YouTube person where I'm like on that shit searching for things. Somebody was like, I got tagged in it, and I was like, okay, what's this? And then Tim from Shadow Kingdom really spun it to be uh, for us to be part of that. Where I I feel like eventually we're gonna transcend that a lot if we haven't already because I'm not exactly super geared on Judas Priest and Iron Maiden. I'm more looking at, like, when am I going to be like Journey? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Or, sure. or something of that, because I, I feel like the departure from, even though you'll hear on the new record, there's fast songs, there's slow songs. I don't really like to get, like, really stuck into one thing, and maybe that's something I do have in common with Judas Priest, um, definitely not vocally. I'm not, I, I just, I play guitar at the same time. So I have to really, uh, limit myself in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because of that. I got to think about that when I write my songs cause I'm like, sure. Fuck, I, I, you can't breathe. You, you don't breathe. You know, mm-hmm. like when you're a guitar player, singer, I can look at a guy like James Hetfield or Dave Mustaine and those dudes probably could do a lot more shit. Uh, if they didn't have a guitar strapped to them, mm-hmm. you know, it's sure. definitely harder. You're putting yourself, there's dudes like Olaf from Enforcer that pulls it off pretty well, but I can even tell when I go see see them when I've seen them play that it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you could you could you could feel the strain because of the lack of breath. You know, mm-hmm. so um, but Judas Priest really had a very changeable career. I, I you go to their early stuff and it's like hippie kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. it, totally, yeah. you, they 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 evolved a lot, and oh, I, I really did. I really enjoy that band for that reason where I feel like an, a band like Iron Maiden never evolved at all. It's just like, boom, one thing. And that's kind of just what they did. Mm-hmm. So, um, nothing wrong with that either because the same, the safe is always fun, mm-hmm. you know, sure, always sure, yeah. fun. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like that's like a negative thing to say at all because, um, fun is great. And mm-hmm. I've always had fun at Iron Maiden shows. You know, sure. I always mm-hmm. have, and, um, I, I like their works, but I mean, obviously like as time moved on, I, I, I don't think I got as into the, I wasn't as into them, um, after a while because they didn't evolve enough for me, I guess maybe, mm-hmm. or may, I, I don't know. I I'm always searching for like that next thing that I want to do. So mm-hmm. be it a different band or whatever, I can, I can kind of swim through that. I'm not so stuck on one thing i guess like when i feel like the the well has dried up i'll do something different i sure. also have been getting into engineering and producing other bands young bands from la and and bands from california that don't have any money so i could just record them here and help them get their start that's kind of a goal another goal that, of mine that i have oh, very cool so i'm i'm really like traversing a lot of area um just for the love of music man just sure. for the love of it 
yeah. the continuation yeah. of music is super important. Sure, awesome. Yeah, you know, you mentioned earlier too about uh, you brought up your your father, uh, who's obviously, a, like you said, a very well, very successful musician himself over the years. He's played on that iconic, you know, self-titled Montrose album, which is a proto uh, metal staple. He was on all those Sammy Hagar records. He played on a couple of Van Morrison records in the '70s. So tell us a bit about what that was like, you know, being related to such a successful and accomplished musician. I mean, did you have a, you know many interactions at all with a lot of those you know iconic musicians? Uh, while you were growing up, I mean, it was all ha- that all happened when I was really young, and then my dad just like when Sammy left for Van Halen, my dad just played in local Bay Area bands. After that, he, he mm. what he tells me as you know, as an adult, he's like, I didn't want to be away from you, and now being a dad, I get it mm. because my dad isn't Sammy Hagar. You know mm. what I mean? He's the bass player. He's that guy. So. Mm you know, the amount of money that bass players make, you could go work a normal ass job. Mm-hmm. So, and, and be home, you know, with mm-hmm. your family. Sure. And, um, so that was really important to my dad. He was offered jobs with Ted Nugent, Night Ranger, all kinds of bands, and he mm-hmm. didn't go. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame him. I fucking hate Ted Nugent. I don't like his shit at all. I don't, I don't, I don't get it like <laughs> ever. I, I can't do it, and I just I definitely don't like his persona. I've met him, and I'm just like, mm, nope. I really <laughs> like Sammy, though. I really do. I think Sammy's a pretty pretty rad, interesting sure. guy. Um, so I, I would say Sammy is the only really big, huge celebrity that kind of has impacted me as my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and, you know, he's a different character. I don't like his new stuff either. I think his new shit is terrible. I'll say that openly to him. Like, bro, the fuck has happened to your shit? <laughs> but, uh, but again, you know, the well runs dry, man. Yeah, he's getting older, you know? He's 75. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, you know, if you didn't spend his time drinking and, you know, being doing the things he does sometimes, maybe his songs would be stronger, you know? Good point. That's, that's my... That's my personal opinion because, mm-hmm. you know, when you got the time to be productive and you really are focused on it, you're going to come out with some good shit. I don't right. I, I, I still feel like Judas Priest's last record was really great. Sure. For their age? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Oh, you're you know, right. There's, lot, there's lots of them. Even Metallica, even though they catch a lot of heat. Um, I think Metallica's biggest problem is, is they just all try to write lyrics and they all try to do, the, you know, this collaborative thing where back in the day, James was writing most of the lyrics and all the, the shit mm-hmm. that was tight. You let Lars Ulrich start, you let your drummer start writing your lyrics. You're going to, you're, I, I <laughs> mean, is James behind the kick going, bro, let me do this. Let me show you how to do this role, you know, yeah. but I get, I get it because they're, again, those kind of things are where, you know, um, the, the emotions we were talking about of having a unit like that, where you, you can't, you can't you can't put a wall up anymore. Right. You know? That's where I want to be. Is I want to be able to put up a wall and be like, hey, just let me do my thing. This is what I want to do. This sure. is my thing. This has been my focus from day one. I've been the the main guy, the main songwriter. I you guys look to me for everything that I we do. Let me just navigate this and, and let me enjoy myself. Because uh-huh. life is all about enjoy. If you don't enjoy what you're doing and you can't have fun doing it, it's not going to be pure. You're not going to have a sure. real thing. When there's right. stress involved, it becomes unfun. And when it becomes unfun, guess what I do? I uh, jump ship. Yep. And I jump ship. 
I jumped ship on Beastmaker because it became unfun because of the industry. Right. I mean, fucking three years in, I'm broker than I was ever been. And then like having to work 50 hours a week was really hard for me. I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, this fucking sucks. Like mm-hmm. something's got to give, you know? Right. And then when haunt just kind of, I wrote some shit for haunt and then boom, all of a sudden, like I have this new project that's like gaining momentum and I don't have, even though I got out of my contract with rise above records with Beastmaker, it still was flawed. There was still <laughs> flawed to it that I didn't want anymore. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a part of the doom metal scene at all. Zero. Mm-hmm. I never, I never really, really did in the first place. I just wanted to do old school heavy metal. And it seemed like I was getting really like, I couldn't break away from that. And I was like, this is never going to work for me. Not a guy like me where I have a million different ideas happening. You know, I still do. But with Haunt, I told myself, I was like, don't let yourself be, don't let that happen. Just put whatever, I have this new rule that I, I did when I started Haunt was like, no song left behind. Just write whatever you want, put it out. And if it stinks, it stinks. If it's great, it's great. Because you don't know the artist. If, you, if you're an artist and you think you know what song is the best song, you're full. Right. No question. I well, like say to- that open. They get, they definitely have a lot a lot to choose from here from you, man. So I'll tell you what, man. Why don't we wrap this up? Why don't you pick a song from um from from Haunt and uh, tell us a real quick story about it to uh, wrap this interview up. Um, well, my favorite song on Mind Freeze is the song Voyager. I kind of like stumbled upon this like get this arpeggio style guitar riff, which is the verse, and that's something that I I you know, I, I didn't get an idea from anybody else before. It was just really unique, I feel. And um, that kind of, re- that song specifically really brought uh, a lot uh, to my um, catalog, I feel. I'm like, now I have multiple different techniques now that I, I use to write my music. So I would say Voyager off Mind Freeze um, really has a lot of heart to it and a lot of soul. And that's that that'll be the one I, I would pick to kind of sum up where I'm at. All right. Well, let's play awesome. a little bit of it right now. This is Haunt right here on Aftershocks. Thanks for listening to Aftershocks. For more episodes, go to our website at www.aftershockspodcast.com. Visit us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for more news and information on the podcast. And be sure to subscribe, listen to, and review all episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. For your music listening pleasure, visit our website or go to www.shockwavesradio.com. For all comments and questions, please email us at info at aftershockspodcast.com. 